Ask the A-Ball is brought to you by Bebop's, home of the best burger and fries since 1988. Also, by Lola's Fine Hot Sauce, available online at lolasfinehotsauce.com. Hi, I'm Quinn, and I'm listening to my daddy and Cody. <laughs> it's wild like i i like it's just so crazy what she's had to go through not having a phone like and then the other night we were sitting on the couch and i get a text and uh and she's like can you just be in the moment i'm like oh <laughs> oh now now you're in the moment because you don't have your, your phone like like now you're miss in the moment <laughs> i love uh, it i love it she she's the best she's awesome what's the thing dangling off the side of the uh power, power. oh that's power yeah. okay yeah. oh that makes sense it needs power the <laughs> yeah. the GoPro needs power. Three, two, one. Hey, uh, what's up, Cody? Not much, man. What's up with you? Oh, not a lot. What's uh, what's new? I don't know, man. Let's ask the eight wall. I like I said I use one of those to record from stage um, and I get the audience point of view and then from the back like from the back of the room I have a really beefy camera but it always freaks people out in the front row like you can kind of see who has their mistress there and who doesn't <laughs> when when you put the GoPro on the thing they're like oh shit are we gonna be on Instagram together and he's like oh <laughs> it's like the baseball game at the kiss cams yeah oh, yeah like, It'll sign. It's my. She's my sister. She's my sister. It's not side bitch Saturday. <laughs> oh, man. ready to go? Yeah. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Perfect. Welcome back, guys. Season four, episode six. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. We lose count. We're not very good with numbers. They're hard. We got a very special guest today. You might have seen him on Jimmy Fallon. Might have seen him on Last Comic Standing. Pete Lee. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're coming here from the prestigious balcony. At, can we say tonic? Yeah, we're, oh yeah. yeah we're at tonic. We're overseeing the Smoothie King drive-through. <laughs> uh, a lot of smoothies being hurled <laughs> oh, yeah. today in Des Moines. They're, they're trying to live healthy, but even they're like, ah, got to got to get drunk for the Hawkeye game. Give me a smoothie. It's a halftime <laughs> snack. Yeah, 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 it's the halftime snack. Uh, you, neither of you uh, have a Kia Soul, do you? Because why did you hit that on the way in? No, there, there's a Kia Soul. Not with the, only with the black yeah, stripe on it. Yeah, with with a racing stripe, and then on the back window it says Soul. Like <laughs> I feel like if you own a Kia Soul, like you're really into vaping. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I think so. it's more like a hookah thing. Like let's yeah. do hookah guys. Let's so, do hookah because you know uh, I do no construction or farming or anything of the sort i drive a pickup truck because it makes sense yeah and so i had it worked on one time they gave me a kia soul as a rental oh yeah so to go from that to kia soul it's uh it was cherry red <laughs> so it's even so better. you stuck out everywhere you went yeah so 100 percent, i vaped the whole time i was in it, <laughs> yeah. yeah i've never vaped since then or before then but yeah it was great yeah you and got it was, it was awful. You got to get one of those where you can really make the clouds come out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look like Snoop Dogg, but it's just vacant. Hot box in the soul. Yeah. yeah. Like, people are like, is that a, is that a steam, <laughs> steam-driven train? Like, <laughs> wow, how is that Kia Soul finding locomotion? I don't know. <laughs> Steam-powered, yeah. I mean, if you drive a soul, you should at least put on what it is, the Kia Soul in the back. Yeah, you got to let people know yeah. what you're driving. And uh, so you're from Wisconsin, correct? From Wisconsin, yeah. So very, very similar landscape to here. Uh, a lot of corn, yep. a lot of corn and cows, a lot of Kia Souls. There's, <laughs> um, there's something that people in, I don't know if it's all of Iowa, but Des Moines for sure, it bugs me. Oh, no, it's a lot of the overpasses on the interstate. They hang up RIP signs for their friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's do, just do, all they, dead do that people. In Wisconsin? Yeah, it's just... R.I.P. Cliff. <laughs> we yeah. were. All right, man. I was like, 
That's the best memorial came up with was you wrote on a bed sheet and hung it from the freeway overpass. I didn't know if that was a Midwest thing or... 2000... You probably don't see a lot of that in L.A. 14. No. no you, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. You go. 2014, me and a buddy are going up to the Packer game because we're both Packer fans. Mm-hmm. And the sign says, wear your seatbelt. 218 people died this year. And then like on the way back, it says, wear your seatbelt. 219 people died this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad happened last night. <laughs> You're like, damn, somebody didn't make it home from the Packers game. <laughs> yeah, right. I hope the Packers won if that's how that person died. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, they really invested in that game. <laughs> They're like, thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Dead. Dead. These Texans. Dude, did all Aaron. Hey, but that's all yeah. now they're written in bed sheet across the interstate somewhere. So <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Right? Yeah, that's always weird when you're driving along and you see the cross uh, on the side of the interstate. or like, Oh, yeah. Look. Yeah, where the accident happens at the scene of the crime. Great scene. tweet. <laughs> yeah, right. uh. yeah. You're like the the saddest is when you see the big cross with like the little crosses. You know? Oh yeah. And you're like, oh man, that that dad was a, a like bad that must driver. have been a pu- that must <laughs> have been a puppy in the car. Right? Wore a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why wasn't the puppy seatbelted in? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah. The um. Yeah, I don't. I never understand how people people memorialize people really in odd ways. You know, like like uh, the in L.A. It's really big. Where they'll like have it in the back window of a car, mm-hmm. like where they do like a whole memorial with like like the it'll be like Jesus or you know like like uh, like Saint Mary will be like praying over their friend, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. and I'm like I just like nobody's like man I hope I hope I. I hope I'm everlasting. I hope my memory lives yeah. forever on the back window of a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those Kia souls kill it with that, with that memorialization. Yeah, I'm immortalized <laughs> on the back window with Cody, the tint. You're from small town Iowa. Mm. What did you guys do for a, like a buddy died? Did you put one on a window, on like I mean, a bridge? Where I'm from, only the good die young, so we're all still alive. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's nobody's dies since 1900. Where are you from? Or I'm from a small town called Lehigh, up, Le- by, up by Fort Dodge. Okay. Oh, oh I know that area. Okay. Yeah. I had one of the worst gigs of my life in, <laughs> in Fort Dodge, Iowa. And um, it, it was one of those gigs where, like, like you, I just bombed the whole time. Where were and you then, at? Uh, it was, like, in a barn. I don't know what <laughs> it like, Sounds what right. Sounds right. accurate. It was, like, in a barn, and then the guy that books the barn, he kept being like, come back. We loved you. And I'm like, nobody loved me. I yeah. don't even know if you I'm were. I'm glad they just released you. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was one of those gigs where, like, you know, you go, do I drive away fast or do I cry in my car? <laughs> you know, like, which you gave one? you a post-dated check. Yeah. Wait till Monday to cash this. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> how Beans many went down three bucks. You got to wait. <laughs> right. How many of those gigs have we had? Hey, uh, yeah, can you can you wait to cash this till like two weeks, uh, three weeks actually would be great. Yeah. I gotta pay for the liquor order first, so you gotta wait. Yeah, and you're well, like, that's, I mean, uh, paying for the liquor order is more than some of the one of the bartenders or one of the bar owners in town can do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somebody told me before. I think it was Rich Voss that told me this that uh, comedy is the only job where you have to ask for your money. Like, like it's one of the only, je- like you get done and the whole crowd is like, ah, they're like carrying you off on their shoulders. They want you to sign shit and you're, yeah. you're like selling merch and you're taking pictures. And then you got to walk up to somebody and be like, Hey, uh, could, could you please pay me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're waiting at the bar. You know, they're like waiting for something. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to pay me. Like I, this isn't a hobby, you know, yeah. I worked. Like, you see all check? the exposure you got tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm going to go tell my mortgage company, hey, I'll pay you with exposure, guys. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Right? Yeah. Well, Ch- depending on what kind of exposure you're talking about, like, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You could you could say something wrong and get canceled now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's wild. I um 
Uh, I was eating it. I like Jimmy John's. Do you guys like Jimmy John's? I hate Jimmy John's. You hate Jimmy John's. All right. It's freaky slow. It's fr- All right. Today, the guy was really slow, and he just showed up. Like, I ordered it to my hotel room, which, like, I applaud anybody that will just walk up to a hotel room yeah. door and just, just like, on. have some random person <laughs> yeah, true. answer the door in their boxers, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, but the guy was really slow, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to tip him well anyway. It was, like, $13. I tipped him $20, and this kid looked like he had never gotten money before. <laughs> he was just like... Holy shit, man. Yeah. I was like... I mean, I like to get stoned on marijuana, but, like, I think this kid had either never been tipped before, or he was the most stoned and he was just <laughs> you, like i'm so happy i didn't have to do math maybe i'm crazy i feel like most jimmy john's employees are stoned all the time oh i think it's a requirement yeah like, I, yeah I like, like you're, you're not working at jimmy john's straight edge you yeah know? right yeah, yeah. Like I, during your interview hey you need drug tests i smoke weed good yeah, <laughs> you, they, they drug you, test you to make sure you're doing drugs <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all all weed, no Adderall. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Our slogan is like everybody's on Adderall because we say that you're freaky for ass. You're freaky for ass. What freaky is frast? happening with my? I, you guys are the first people I've talked to today. By the way, it's not that you've had a lot of firsts today. You're, yeah, you, you had an Uber driver that just learned how to drive for the first time. Dude, this guy, he um, like he got so I got in the car and he was just doing circles around the parking lot after yeah. I'd had two cancel. And uh, I don't know, like I mean, I know that I know why there there's like an Uber shortage right now is because you know people are deciding whether or not they're going to do unemployment or like drive uber or wait tables or whatever right. i totally empathize with that but like fuck i wish people wanted to have jobs right now because like you can't get an uber and uh i'm sitting in the lobby of the hilton garden Inn, like all right the, all right we got a rav4 coming and i can't wait to get in this rav4 <laughs> and uh and then it cancels and i'm like shit and then it's like we got a Kia Soul coming. Yeah, he <laughs> that one. Turns out Hang he on. Ha- I got to cancel. I gotta, he canceled with the Smoothie King. Yeah, yeah. First. yeah. He was like, "Fuck, I can make more with Uber Eats if I could just go get the Smoothie King." <laughs> <laughs> but and then this guy shows up and like he uh, he literally made this noise when he st- he put the car in drive. Like you know, like you you remember the first time you ever drove when you were like click click click. Okay, it's happening. And <laughs> he made this noise. He goes ah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I am not confident that I'm going to make it to Tonic at all today. Like he basically just uh, w- wanted to get out of the house for yeah. his wife, so he's like, I'm gonna drive. I've never done it before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And uh, yeah, the vehicle's it, actually stolen. <laughs> you just don't know it. Yeah, he he was in a Toyota Camry. So if you're missing a white Toyota Camry, no one pulls over an Uber driver. She driver like he's speeding, but he's driving Uber. So let's yeah, as long as you got that U in the front window. Yeah. Or, yeah. the, or the or the pink lift logo. Yeah, the lift. Just have it like yeah. If you want a drunk driver, just have your friend sit in the back seat and get <laughs> yeah, and, right. and, and go on Amazon and buy a lift sign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's where you get them, but I don't know where. Uh, you, I, I, I would assume that company has anywhere or something. I'm yeah, not sure. go to Kinkos and just have them printed up. Yeah, yeah I'm sure work. you could go on eBay. I'm sure there are a lot of people that drove Lyft and then stopped. Like, it's not like that's a company that nobody retires from. What's <laughs> 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 your 401k at Lyft? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they match nothing. I put in nothing, so I'm driving this till I die. Yeah, they really. And now are. there's been 220 traffic deaths this year. <laughs> uh, so, are you from? Like a bigger town in Wisconsin or a smaller town? Uh, I'm from like a little big town. Uh, okay. That sounded like a country song name. I'm from Janesville, Wisconsin. It's just south of Madison. We have 63,000 people there. They just updated the sign like a month ago. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Yeah. Yes. 
it was like it, all that comes from the 2020 census, but now everything is so slow right. because of COVID. And uh, uh, my mom was like, they just put up the new sign. There's 63,000 people. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, it's slow because of COVID and it's COVID. It's probably like 62,000. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of those things where like only like mothers or like your grandparents like, hey, what's, on, what's new with you? Well, they just updated the sign outside of town. We gained five people last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. We were just waiting to see. Yeah. We were, we were waiting They're to sitting see. There, uh, sitting there reading their coffee at 5 a.m. before they go in. Yeah. Uh, my aunt and uncle live in Hastings, Minnesota. It's right on the border of Wisconsin. I know. Hastings, yeah. Uh, and so me and my girlfriend were up there, and we went across the river into Prescott, Wisconsin, to eat yeah. lunch. And she's, we just started driving around. She's like, what the fuck are we doing? Because we were driving for like 45 minutes, and finally I pulled over on the side of the road, and I saw a bigger house. Because this guy wanted to take a picture of a mansion, or mansion, mansion. somewhere in Wisconsin, <laughs> like a T-Pain song. <laughs> because of that song. <laughs> and I just drove around Prescott for an hour trying to find a big house. That's like, well. really funny. <laughs> I was like, this the highlight of my week. I just drove around Wisconsin <laughs> trying to find a mansion. It was great. That's There are a lot of weird, big, out-in-the-country houses in Wisconsin where you're like, are you, how did you get there? What? How How did you decide to go in the middle of nowhere and buy a McMansion or just build one? <laughs> like, I don't understand that like like are you in the witness relocation program yeah and like they paid you a lot of money to flip on that chicago gangster yeah like, what is that I, I i always wonder how they get the names of the towns in wisconsin like they play in boggle and they just shake it up all right this is what our town's gonna be called today yeah we're gonna be sheboygan sheboygan <laughs> those letters kind of go together <laughs> i forgot about sheboygan yeah fond du lac uh mm. what's another uh good one isn't um, there uh one just outside of milwaukee like Minnesaki or something like that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. There, I'm sure that that's a town name. Like anything that you find that's a town name, like Milwaukee, there'll be like a slight mispronunciation of that, like Minnesaki. Like you know how in Nebraska there's a town called Norfolk, but it's really oh, yeah, they yeah. print. They're like we spelled it wrong when we did the the town title deed, <laughs> and it's actually Norfolk. Nor- and yeah, Norfolk, and you're like, well, no, it's Norfolk because yeah. you spelled it wrong. Well, and Nebraska, you live in Nebraska, so, so fuck you. Yeah. yeah, Nebraska, you got to factor in the language barrier. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's an awful state. No. Yeah, so, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so based on earlier, you were watching the end of the Minnesota game because you're a Minnesota fan. I'm a Minnesota but fan. You're from outside of Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, I didn't get into Madison. Um, okay. Madison, here's, here's <laughs> the thing, and I'm going to piss people off that are from Wisconsin. Madison is not a good school. Uh, Madison is a shitty Thanks, school. Grandpa graduated from there. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. My well, my mom. Madison. My mom graduated from there, and she got straight A's because it's a shitty school. <laughs> um, She's actually the no dumbest wonder, person I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why he went. To, he went from Madison yeah. to Iowa State. Makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Madison was like a subpar middle of the road school, mm-hmm. and then in 1994 they won the Rose Bowl. Uh, with Barry Alvarez as the head coach, yep. whose son microwaved a live cat. Uh, let's not forget about that uh, <laughs> in his frat house. I did house. not know that. Yeah, that. Um, uh, let's not forget about I that. I got a nominee for lowest piece of shit of the week this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like a big news story around Wisconsin that Barry Alvarez's son <laughs> microwaved a live cat, and then it just sort of That's went away because they're like, he w- he wins bowl games, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but his son has antisocial personality disorder, yeah. and um, let's not. Uh, let's yeah, he won the Rose Bowl though. Yeah, he won the Rose Bowl. He always said hi to me. Yeah, that's why he killed six people. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, they uh, they were like a, an all right school, and it really didn't take much to get in there. It was kind of like uh, in my hometown, you'd be like, eh, I want to go to Madison, and then you could just go to Madison. Then they won the 1994 Rose Bowl, and I graduated high school in 1995, 
and all of a sudden everybody wanted to go there. It was like the most popular thing. And so I had the grades to go there and then all of a sudden I didn't. And I got a letter from Madison. I still have the letter in my file. Like I have like a little file cabinet. Um, People that have wronged you over the years. People that have have wronged me. Like Like, like, Steve Buscemi and uh, (laughs) Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah, If they they make it right, I cross it off in lipstick. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they sent me a letter saying like, like, Hey, uh, you know, we appreciate your application, but based upon your grades and your ACT score, because we didn't take SATs, we took ACTs. uh, And they had a graph. They're like, see on the chart below where, you'll fall in the grade uh curve here and i was at like a d minus so like i'm a i'm a 17 year old kid and i get this letter from my dream school that says i'm gonna fail in life (laughs) and from that point on i remember i just like folded it up neatly i didn't crumple it because crumpling would have been like ah, i'm done with you i folded it up neatly and i'm like i'm going to keep this for the hate and ever since then i hate uw madison i love the town of madison yeah i hate the badgers uh i hate yeah i think that I mean, so you, so you, that's kind of like every letter Aaron Rodgers' parents have ever written him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like Tom Brady when he got picked. Like I don't 199? know, 199. Yeah, 199. Like I just have that chip on my shoulder. And um, UW Madison, they've asked me to perform there, yeah. and I'm like, no, seriously. Uh, go, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm like, wow, go, you go them that much. Yeah, I'm okay. like, go, go like fuck it. your five thousand dollars, UW Madison. But so I I got in at uh, like like two days later, the University of Minnesota gave me my accept, uh, acceptance letter. So I went there. And uh, I remember, like, yeah, like, I just, I got up there and I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck the Badgers. And um, I, like, it's so weird because, like, like, you know, Minnesota has a huge rivalry with Iowa. I don't even hate the Hawkeyes. Like, you guys are great this year. I respect it. Uh, Even Nebraska. Like, we played them today and I'm like, I want you to beat Nebraska. Don't really hate them. Just hate the Badgers. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Marshall's petty like that too like he just mm-hmm. holds a grudge for no reason like, oh hey, yeah i'm super petty he's like you looked me wrong one day i will kill your firstborn someday yeah well, well that's not petty that's psychopath i'm okay. more petty all right well yeah like i'll like i'll if it's a girl i'll send them boy clothes <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah i'll do some shit like that yeah yeah then what is it what's the saying <clears throat> that uh like hatred or anger is the only thing that poisons its container um, so you shouldn't hold on to hatred because it's actually poisoning you. And I'm like, no, I'm like one of those spies that's gotten used to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I can carry this anger for UW Madison. You built Madison. up a tolerance. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, yeah. So when people are like, oh, you're a happy guy. Do you hate anything? I'm like, yeah, Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with that being said, let's roll real quick into our fake sponsor. We'll be right back with more Pete Lee. This next situation could happen to literally anyone. The life of your child is in your hands. It takes only a second to decide whether your child lives or dies. Oh, good job, slugger. Thanks, Dad. I think I'm going to head to my room now. All right. Good night. Such a good boy. Son? Son? Jack! Jack! You need to respond instantly in a situation like this. You have just moments before your son reaches climax. Should you cut the belt and taint your son's orgasm, or watch him finish? That's my boy. Dad, no! Great choice. Dude, I finished pouring up. Well, we we actually have this thing where... um, (laughs) So we've been we've been nonstop traveling together since uh, 
August 30th. Mm-hmm. And, um, like she, like she wants to have so much sex and like, so do I, that like, <laughs> I haven't jerked off since October or since August 30th. Yeah. Like it just hasn't happened. Like it dawned on me about two weeks ago. I was like, Oh my God, I haven't, I haven't jerked off since August 30th. <laughs> I'm like, that's, I don't, I think since I've been 15 or 16, I haven't gone more than two days without that. I haven't jerked off since uh, eight 30 this morning. Yeah. I well, no, right before I came here, <laughs> obviously. Be well, no, I'm got to release some, you know, you got to release it. But like, I'm a big fan of it. And, uh, and like, I also think like whenever I, have you ever like, seen a guy like that you like cut off in traffic and he's like and he's like well fuck you i'm like ah oh, you just need to find masturbation man yeah, you know? <laughs> clear the pipes yeah you gotta clear the pipes but i that's, haven't yeah that's funny because one of my questions for you this week is what is your go-to porn search oh god um they're back when i masturbated <laughs> back Shut, back two months ago yeah back before <laughs> back before the most satisfying relationship i've ever been in um i mean it's really unbelievable uh um there was this uh this porn that came out called balesa that uh it's like it's like porn created by porn people like it's like porn stars create like they create the porn, mm, the and porn so that they would want to watch or something. Yeah, the porn that they would want to watch, and it's also porn stars that like choose each other. They're like, oh, I like, I really have a crush on this porn star, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and usually the girls choose. They're like, ah, that's the guy I want to fuck, and so it's like really hot <laughs> and authentic. <laughs> and, I always um, pick last and everything. I don't want to be. I don't play that game. Be yeah, last. exactly. It's Cody, like I feel like you should go to L.A. and just become a porn star. Yeah, have you seen small Asian penis porn? Makes you feel huge. Yeah. You could be like a Chota Boy in Orgasmo. Yeah. You ever seen that one? Yeah. Stunt cock. And then Cody just comes marching in the room. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's, go- what's going on? <laughs> yeah, but Valesa was like, I found that it's like really hot. And you know how you always see these articles that uh, like they're usually a blog by somebody who's like no fun um that like wants to tell you about how bad porn is for porn actors and all that stuff and uh i've met i've actually met a lot of porn uh, actors because in la it's an industry and they need to yeah. go to comedy shows and when you go hey how do you like porn they're like fucking great like they love it and uh, but you always get that blog that comes out where it's like i felt abused the whole time and i'm sure that that's the case sometimes but uh but anyway, this porn apparently is blog proof because it's like the the porn actors choose it and it's like ethical and uh, and I find that it's like really hot because you can tell that the girls really into it. Like the, people always go like, "What's your fetish?" and I'm like, "Well, when the girls really into it, that's the <laughs> like the yeah. that's what I'm into. I don't want to I want to like see somebody that looks like." like a wife that's been in a marriage for 16 years <laughs> like, like okay i'll take one for the team Fine. i don't want that you know you want you want a gal that's really into it did you, did you uh did you ever watch boyman's world as a kid i did yeah do you remember rachel yeah do you know she does porn now what yeah okay well, so I, was, I, I found something i'm like i gotta look something i'm a big boyman's world fan and i look at the first video i find it's a weird she's like masturbating on camera whatever and people are like apparently like asking questions and she goes, yeah, I don't know why I never gave Mr. Feeney sexual favors. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished. <laughs> You're like, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> my my girlfriend has a thing where, um, uh, okay, uh, an alert to, uh, okay. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so my girlfriend has this thing where whenever I do a podcast, she texts me tits. 
Like <laughs> she knows that my phone will just be sitting here, and when it lights up with her name, she knows that I'm gonna look at it. So this is one of them. So uh, and there, it's never like tits with nipples. It's just like cleavage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's got like really big tits, and like <laughs> I, I swear to you, I was I was interested in her before. Like she before you ever saw her face. She cloaked them real well. Like like you know how some gals can cloak them real well, yeah. and then. I remember the first time we got naked together, I was like, Jesus, like, I liked you anyway. <laughs> I liked you anyway. This is a bonus. And then you had that. So whatever podcast, she sends me tits with, like, uh, that are, like, of the theme of that podcast. Yeah. And um, so, like, I did a sports one. And so this is my screen background. But I did a sports one. So she sent me, like, a, her tits with, like, a hoodie, you know. Okay. And, uh, and then I did Nigel Barker's uh, drinking podcast, Shaken and Stirred. So she had these two mini wine bottles over oh. her nipples. Okay. And then that was the one. On. And then I did Adam Carolla's podcast, and he's kind of like a mechanic guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, she just had on like like a flannel, you know, uh, kind of a thing. Uh, but uh, I was like, okay, so what what tits am I getting today? And since she lost her phone. Um, she's so afraid that since uh, she like only has her work computer, yeah. that she's like work can literally monitor mm. anything I send. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, I can't send tits through my work computer. Mm. Uh, so I, I googled I Pete Lee wife. Yeah, just doing some research, and well, that's what popped up. Oh, that's my ex girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, that's a, she's not. She wasn't my wife. Um, it's weird. I was married a long time I ago. But can't believe the internet gave you false information. I've yeah. never known the internet to be wrong. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I it, it's um, the weirdest part is uh, yeah. So like I was married and uh, I, in my divorce I signed a non disparagement clause, so I can't say anything uh, negative about her. Uh, only positive things to say about <laughs> that one. But about, um, about that marriage that failed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it is what it is. Most marriages fail. And, uh, but, but the, um, so I dated that gal who you pulled up. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was one of those things where it was, it was COVID, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, we lived together during a, a global pandemic. And it turns out I'm a lot. And, uh, <laughs> um, I would say that's why that one ended. But it's so funny because, um, like now that I've gotten is a little more. new one then? Oh, no. That's, uh, that's a, she's a comic, that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're um, just trying to get him in trouble? No, 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 <laughs> no. The um, uh, I, I can show you the the face of uh of Nicole. Um, the the face of Nicole. The face of Nicole. <laughs> sounded, Cody's like she even has a face. Yeah, that, that sounded like like an all girl band. The, <laughs> the face, face of, of Nicole. Nicole. Um, <laughs> opening for Gore. Yeah. Um, but the there. Gore. <laughs> Gore. 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 Awesome. Uh, so this is uh, that's Nicole. That's oh, her. Very cute. Yeah, she's a, she's okay. a cutie. Um, so you like lie to her a lot? Is that how you convince her to date you? Or dude, <laughs> I can't even believe that I got her to date me. She's <laughs> she's unbelievable. She's so cool, so amazing. Um, yeah, I, like she's way better than me, and like I I lucked out basically. And I think that like the only way that I got her to date me is like most guys are pieces of shit. And like, uh, she just, I think she just got to a point in her life where she realized that. And then she was like, I'll, I'll take a good guy, you yeah. know, like I'll take a Pete, but, um, I'll take a Pete. I'll take a like, Pete. You know, guys named Pete, <laughs> yeah. like generally just good guys. I yeah. mean, I, honestly, I can't think of any Pete's I don't like. Yeah. Pete's are, Pete's are good guys. Do you remember the adventures of Pete and Pete? I was just about to say, I was like, I grew <laughs> yeah. up watching Pete and Pete, so yeah. maybe that's why. Maybe but. that's it. We're just good guys. But now that, uh. So I've been getting a little bit more PR now that my special is out on Showtime, Tall, Dark, and Pleasant. Please watch it. Um, but uh, now there are these what's it on? Showtime. Uh, Showtime. Okay. It's on Showtime anytime. Showtime on demand. Uh, any of the Showtimes. Yep. But now there's uh, 
like I've never had this in my life where I'm dating I'm dating Nicole we're a new couple and uh, I've been posting about her on my Instagram and like pretty open about you know whatever and now there's these articles if you google it'll be like who is Pete Lee's new mystery girlfriend <laughs> and I'm like mystery girlfriend and the weird part is like they'll name her and they'll name her birthday and like where she works and all this shit <laughs> and I'm like that is like I think that's technically stalking yeah that's a, like because she's a private <clears throat> citizen so i don't think you're allowed to do that like i, I don't yeah, I don't, I don't think have yeah. you ever had a run in, run in with like the paparazzi or anything um in la every once in a while like i've been hanging out with like famous friends and then like tmz is there or like yeah. uh whatever and it's never one of those it's never like a brad pitt jennifer aniston situation yeah like they'll take your picture and then you i'll have to go search for it on the Getty Images site, yeah. and I'm like, okay, so this is me outside of Nobu uh, <laughs> with my Just famous in the, friend in the background. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny when a when a paparazzi will like they'll take a picture of your famous friend, and then you'll just be kind of like checking a text, and then they'll be like, "Do you want a picture?" And I'll be like, "Yeah," and then they'll take my picture, and they'll go, "Who are you?" And I'll be like, "I'm Pete. I'm a comedian." You know, is a paparazzi just like any fans out there taking pictures, or is it like? Well, they'll be they work for yeah, kind of, but they sell their photos off to publications like. So like Spider-Man, Peter Parker is a paparazzi. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, it's really weird. Like, you'll land at LAX, and sometimes they'll be at the airport. But, like, the only way that they could know that is if they got a tip. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times, like, it's the person's publicist Mm -hmm. that tips them off that they're at the airport. So, it's, like... It's kind of one of those like like even bad news is good publicity kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. So it'll be like Lizzo is traveling through the airport. Can you believe these sweatpants? <laughs> and like meanwhile, you know she probably texted her publicist like these are fucking ridiculous sweatpants. Have them take a picture of it, and then it's a story. Yeah. It's like gets the name out. Yeah, it gets the name out. If you're if you're in the news, you're in the news. You know. That's true. Um, uh, Cody. Yes, sir. Should we kick into the blitz? Yeah. Hot hot hike. <laughs> It's a blitz, it's, it's a blitz, it's, it's a blitz, yeah, it's a blitz. Let's go! So, Pete, we always do a section called The Blitz. It's back and forth. So, I'll, I got seven questions. I'm going to ask you seven, and then mm-hmm. I'll ask Marshall seven, and then we'll uh, compare answers. I love it. Perfect. Rapid fire. Uh, first question. Trade places with any celebrity alive, who would it be? Oh, God, trade places with any celebrity alive. Um, God, I'm 44, and I kind of want more life. So I think I, I would trade places with, like, a young celebrity. Okay. Uh, like, I don't necessarily like this guy, but Tim, Tim you know that Timothy Chalamet oh, yeah, kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, like, young and, sure. er, like... like yeah, he was yeah, SNL one time. He's, yeah. I don't remember what movie he was in, the big movie, but... Okay. Yeah, he's he's pretty well known. Yeah, okay. I think I would I'd trade it with him because he seems to have a pretty awesome life, and then, like, I could get more life, you know? Okay. So, Although, like, like unlike most comedians, you're not like severely depressed and all that. Yeah, well, I'm on Zoloft, so <laughs> I, I want to be Timothy Chalamet, and then I, I want to be uh, on Zoloft still. Okay. That's what so I, I want. You know, jerk off for a month and a half. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Question yeah. two: Is stripping a skill or a talent? Oh God, oh, I don't even know that's what the definition question. of a skill or a talent is. <laughs> I don't either, but that's um, what I asked. That's a good question. I think it's a skill. Because I'm sure that there are a lot of gals that go in, and guys, guys can be strippers too. I mean, I get naked every day. Yeah, 
You don't make any money. I don't make any money. <laughs> I feel like... It's a good time to promote your OnlyFans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Naked every day. <laughs> I'm at Naked Every Day <laughs> yeah. on OnlyFans. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a skill because... I'm pretty sure there are just like a lot of hot people that walk into stripping and they just don't even know how to do that or they don't know any movement and they kind of learn it over time. Okay. I bet it's one of those things, you know, I'm sure that there are gals that are just super talented at it, yeah. like moving or, or maybe they're dancers beforehand. But yeah, I think, I think there are probably a lot of clunky hot girls that go in there. Okay. All right. No, question number three, stupidest bet you've ever made. Stupidest bet that I've ever made. Oh my god! So when I was a little kid in my neighborhood, um, I was like, like I like I have anxiety and stuff like that. So like I feel like I'm emotionally fragile, but physically, like I don't care about physical pain or like or anything like that. I was a skateboarder growing up, and okay. I was in the martial arts. So like you can kick me in the face and I'd be fine. But if you're like, dude, your hair's weird, I'd be like, <laughs> ouch, <laughs> you know, ouch, cuts deep. Ouch, yeah, that, it cuts deep. That hurts. So the kids in my neighborhood, they all knew this, and uh, so they would be like. Pete, like every Friday night, this was like the highlight of the Friday night. They'd be like, they'd so they go like, to blockbusters to make fun of Pete, dude. It was seriously like it was one of those things. And we'd go up to we'd go up to the park in my neighborhood, and uh, one of the older kids would uh, get like a or one of the kids would get like a can of chew that his older brother bought. <laughs> and for five dollars, if I could hold the can of chew in my mouth for five minutes, and this isn't five digital minutes, like precise. This is a kid holding a watch. Like and really up to his discretion. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it might have been it might have been six or seven, Mm -hmm. and he's going, "Nope, getting closer." And if I could hold it in my mouth uh, for five minutes, I'd get the five dollars. And every single Friday night, for like forever, I would hold it in my mouth, and then (laughs) I would usually every single Friday night, I would I would like barf really badly right at like minute four because I just couldn't hold it because a whole can of chew in your mouth. It's kind of like a cinnamon challenge, except for you're like waterboarding yourself with your own spit. So, like, or you know when they put fluoride in your mouth at the dentist and it drips down. So I'd have to wear like a shirt that I didn't care about it dripping down on, or just wear no shirt like an animal, and then I would end up just barfing all over the place. So I started training. Uh, so I, you know, how they had those logs of skull where it was like a whole log. Oh, yeah. I started training where I had my older brother Will go get me a log of skull, and I started training so that I could win on Friday nights. <laughs> and then I, then I really started collecting the, the, the money. Oh, candy bar, bitch! <laughs> yeah, that's, amazing. So that's a really that's probably one of the dumbest bets I've ever. That's taken. awesome. Did you win the five bucks though? Eventually. Oh yeah, I started. Well, but here's the problem: is the log of skull. I forget how much that cost, but I think it was like $30 of my allowance money. Oh, so I don't even think that I recouped that. Because <laughs> yeah, once I started winning, the kids were like, well, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I think I got, you like, got a 25, like five more bucks. I 25 even. in the hole. Oh, that's <clears throat> hilarious. Um, question four. What's one thing all Wisconsin people do? Gain weight. have you guys seen that onion article uh aaron Rodgers. it was when he got injured last season or the season before that uh he had been inactive for eight days and it said aaron Rodgers balloons up to a whopping 380 pounds (laughs) after eight days of inactivity in wisconsin (laughs) (laughs) that's funny though Mm -hmm. uh question five describe yourself in one word 
I don't think this really describes me, but I just the word I just wanted to go tenacity. tenacity. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. I'm gonna start working Tenac- that word in my vocabulary. Tenacity. Right? tenacity. I gotta look it up first, but then I'm gonna look up word in my vocabulary. Matter. Just use it in any sentence. Yeah. Right? Tenacity. Hey, you guys have any of that tenacity behind the bar tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who used to not be a good stripper, and then she really learned tenacity. <laughs> tenacity <yeah. laughs> Oh, that's, that's a funny. good skill for her. Yeah, tenacity. <laughs> Finish this sentence. Dogs with people names are funny. I I think that's funny. Like my uh, uh, so I don't. I actually don't know what the name is. Um, so uh, I used to have a niece Liz, and now she's Eli. Who or now they are Eli. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm starting to get this correct. So I don't know what I call this person in terms of like my family tree <laughs> but um uh eli has a dog named bruce and i think um i think that that's hilarious i think bruce is a dog name is so fucking funny just to be like bruce like, like you're standing outside What's of their bruce? house going bruce come back bruce 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 come back bruce come back yeah it's like an old, old yellers come back bruce yeah it sounds like you're like uh yeah it really sounds like you're like why your dad left come back bruce yeah well, to be fair, shouldn't the dog's name change from Bruce to Caitlin? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that, would yeah. that be the logical yeah, next right, step? Right? I think so. That's, that's funny. That's funny there. <laughs> Which, by the way, Caitlin Jenner um, <laughs> is the only... I think it is the only member of that community that I've ever not liked, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like there's so much debate uh, of people or whatever, where they're like, they're like, oh, I don't really like that movement or whatever. And I'm like, well, I think the only person in that community that I don't like is Caitlyn Jenner because I've met Caitlyn Jenner a couple times, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner is a huge lumbering sour sack of soul, <laughs> like um, just not like not a happy person. Like pretty uh, has like basically barked at me to get out of the way, and I'm like, okay, how are you the person of the year? Right. So uh, if you're in that movement, I support you 100. percent I don't think the movement supports Caitlyn. Speak. Yeah, I, don't I don't think know. so. Yeah, because Caitlyn, I, I think Caitlyn. Uh, yeah, I think Caitlin has a lot of beliefs that they don't believe in yeah. as well. So, yeah. All right, question seven. What is your favorite type of artificial women? Wait, favorite type of artificial women? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> artificial women. Um, I'm not even sure how to take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out what an artificial woman is. Um, well, because I, like, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, um, I think it'd be easy to say like anime or whatever, but like I'm like I I know guys that look at anime and they're like, oh man, that chick's really hot. Like I'm into anime, and I'm like, mm, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, artificial women. I don't even like women with a lot of plastic surgery, so I don't <laughs> even know um, how that is. I dated a gal that got uh, she got plastic surgery, and then right a- after that, I didn't really feel attracted to her because. Like it was a different face. It's like my <laughs> facial recognition was like, <laughs> yeah, I've never didn't work. Yeah, I've never dated her. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, artificial woman. Oh God, um, Siri. How about Siri? Okay. I think Siri's okay. very helpful. Right. I don't know that I'm attracted to her, but Siri. Um, I find like I'm very respectful of women, but I found that I'm kind of abusive to Siri. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not fair. really abusive to anybody, but like if if I'm like Siri, I need please do Google directions to the Funny Bone in Des Moines, yeah. and then she's like googling to pizza hut i'm like 
you fucking bitch. Like, you dumb bitch, Siri. Like, but then you end with, with all due respect, right? Like, with yeah. all due respect, Siri. Yeah, with all due respect. But I think Siri is the only is the only woman I've ever been abusive to. Because she's a dumb <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you got that Midwest nice well, see, in you, right? My Siri, yeah. I think I made my Siri a British male. Oh, oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so then you don't feel as bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I think I'd be like, is, he a, is it a Siri? I guess it can it's be. It's still Siri, yeah. 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 Siri relates to both. Yeah, yeah. Right? I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. they. Um, that's from the Blitz. Marshall, mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Question one. Trade places with any celebrity. Who would it be? Kanye West. Oh, Idiot. That's a good no, one. No, that guy has a crazy Question life. Why two, would you want to be a part of that? Is stripping a skill or a talent? Uh, it's probably a talent. Okay. Because I feel like uh, you can... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to go talent because I think he said skill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's this one, let's huh? go do opposite. Yeah. Question three. What's the stupidest bet you've ever made? Ooh, that's a good one. So me and uh, our buddy Tobis, we made a bet before the football season like eight years ago. He's a Cardinals fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Whoever's team had the worst record had to shit their pants <laughs> in, the, in front of all of our friends. Did either one of you ever do that? Both teams finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Came down to the very last week. That's Both hilarious. teams finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Neither one of us had to shit our pants, but we were sweating hard. I bet. I bet. Yeah. It, not like ready to eat that Taco Bell? Yeah. Question four. What's one thing all Iowa people do? Uh, drive terribly. <laughs> Iowa people are so bad at driving. Okay. I feel like LA's worse, but I'm not sure. I've never been again. There's a lot more traffic in LA. Yeah. But LA. I don't know. Question five: Describe yourself in one word. Handsome. <laughs> yeah, handsome as shit. Does that work? That's three words, but whatever. I have to say it real fast. I'll I'll use shit as your as your <laughs> go-to. Perfect. Still a word. Question six: Finish the sentence. Dogs with people names are. Uh, not as cool as people with dog names. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That was really oh, great. Yeah. That was a good one. This question like, seven: What's your favorite type of artificial women? I mean, Siri is probably the best answer. So I guess the only alternative I'm gonna say this is just because you're an Android guy. I'd probably go with Alexa. Yeah. Okay. So trade plus with any celebrity. You said Kanye, Kanye West. West. He's a yeah. terrible human being, so you lose automatically. Wow. Yeah. Just Kanye just sucks. So Pete wins that point. I didn't know that we were winning or losing. Oh, yeah, it's competition. Right. Oh, wow. It's right. competition. Cody, wasn't Question Kanye two. in your top five favorite rappers? He's a great lyricist. He's a terrible okay. person. Okay. I would not want to his life. I just wanted to check. I was, I was curious. Uh, question two, stripping a skill or talent? It is definitely a talent. 1-1. One, one. Yeah, 1-1. <laughs> one, one. I got a point. The score is 1-1. <laughs> <one to one. laughs> stupidest bet you ever made, Pete. That's the stupidest bet I've ever heard in my life. I love it. That's so that funny. That was pretty good. That's so funny. <laughs> So I win for losing you, on you that win, one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't make your money back is even better. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. What's one thing all Wisconsin Iowa people do? Um, drive bad. I don't think we're that bad at drivers. Oh, I like, people are terrible drivers. Uh, Everyone drives slow in the left lane. Everyone goes mm. the same speed. People are just... Fair. What did you say again? I said gain, gain weight. weight. Yeah. His is a like a proven fact no matter what. You're not going to lose have, weight. Have both. you drove here? Well, yeah. you're probably one of the bad drivers. I'm a great sense. driver. So you... Pizza up three one. Describe yourself in one word. Tenacity is. That's a great. I mean, <laughs> that's you, a great. You can't argue with that one. And handsome's a lie. So, <laughs> I think you're pretty handsome. Thank you. Finish the sentence. Dogs with people names are actually that one's pretty funny. 
people with are, aren't as funny. Aren't as funny people with mm-hmm. dog names? Yeah, that was a good one. Three, two. Th- yeah, this is my friend Rover. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, what's your favorite type of artificial woman? The correct answer is inflatable doll. Clearly, but <laughs> well, <laughs> for who? <laughs> well, I mean, your girlfriend's real. Your girlfriend's real. Mine only deflates when I use her. So. <laughs> also, the only woman Cody's ever talked down to. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she's like one of those clowns. When you're, remember those clowns that were clearly blow up? You punch them and they pounce back up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you weren't good enough. All right. Uh, oh, I suck. <laughs> so I lose. So, Pete, you win the Blitz. All right. <laughs> I won the Blitz. The, 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 the Blitz. Uh, let's, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. Yeah. For a commercial. So, Pete, uh, have you You said you hadn't uh, tried Bebop's, huh? I haven't tried Bebop's. So, is Bebop's a real sponsor? Yeah. yeah. So, it is a real sponsor. By the way, my girlfriend did send tits, but I, like she sent like... Like real, like all the whole tits, <laughs> and I was like, "You've never sent one with nipples before." I was like, "I don't know." I think she had some drinks at lunch. <laughs> I think she was excited about bebops. Well, yeah, she must have heard. She so she's watched the podcast. She knows all. She's watched the podcast. She's like, "I want to show these guys my reaction." Yeah, tits. but part of the part of it is if she sends tits, <laughs> we have to um, we have to craft a response back to her. Okay, that's that's one part of the rule of this game. Just one testicle for each of us. <laughs> just one testicle. Well, it's it can't be a picture. It's got to be um, like some sort of witty response. Okay. Um, so uh, I don't know why she sent. She knows we're in Iowa. She knows it's like an Iowa podcast, and then she's just sent just bare tits. Um, she looks like she's eating plenty of corn. Oh, all right. She's eating plenty of corn. You got, nice. her, you got her corn intake. Those are some corn-fed tits. Corn-fed tits. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some corn-fed tits. That's pretty good. Those are great. All right. Okay. So, Bebop's, local establishment. Yeah. Voted best, best burger in town or like in, in Iowa 30 years, 30 years in a row. 20 years in a row. Best burger, best fries. Their closest burger. location is actually just over there. Right, right next like, to your hotel. Yeah. So you should check it out while you're in town. Yep. Uh, check out the chicken sandwich as well. Bebop's actually has a new menu item coming out. Yeah. They won't tell us what yet. I still think it's a like a spicy or a buffalo chicken sandwich, but that'd be a good guess. But uh, Lent's coming up, isn't yeah. it? So is maybe it? it's a, I don't know. Have you, Pete? Have you tried Lolo's? No, local hot sauce Local company. Hot they're sauce. now national. They're oh national. They're actually in four countries. So yeah, they're in, they're, and you can buy Canada? them at any Lowe's store in the country. Yeah. Oh, really? You can, like wait the. Like the hardware store? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're sold in they're Lowe's. So wow. That's got to be some kick-ass hot sauce if it's sold at a Lowe's. Yeah. yeah. So we did so the Halloween challenge just, last week, and they all have fantastic flavor. This one is insanely hot. Though. The Family Reserve. Oh, dear. Yeah, so I, you like hot sauce. This is. If you want to do a shot of it later, fantastic. dude, it'll help you lose weight. I promise. I could not handle that at all. Like I, I'm not somebody that, that hates spicy stuff, but you know that like like crazy hot sauce or like the ghost pepper hot yeah. sauce that haunts me for days. Yeah, like, they have like, the ghost pepper one too. Yeah, it's not like one of those things where people are like, oh man, the next morning mm-hmm. I took a shit and my my asshole was on fire. It's like for me, it's like three days. It's like it stays. <laughs> it's almost like sprouts. How if you keep them in your fridge, there's more sprouts. Yeah, yeah. that's what hot sauce does in my system. <laughs> okay, so, so I would actually create more Lolas in my system. Do you <laughs> like like buffalo sauce? I do like buffalo. They do a buffalo. So they got their buffalo yeah. yep. oh. also do, fantastic. They also do salsa, Bloody Mary mix, margarita mix. And if you live in California, you want it delivered, you can go to Lola's Fine promo code Ask the Eight Ball, and get ten percent off your order. I yeah. like that. Perfect. Uh, here's a quick word from more of our sponsors, and we will be right back. Where's the best place in Des Moines to get a burger, fries, and a chocolate shake? Bebop's big tasty burgers, hot crispy fries, and great chocolate shakes. 
So why do you come to Bebop's? The burgers are fresh and fast, and it tastes great. I like the pork fritters and chicken sandwiches. Where's the best place in Des Moines to get a burger, fries, and a chocolate shake? There's only one place we go. Bebop's. Bebop's. Better than good. Lola's Fine Hot Sauce. A generational family recipe using the world's hottest peppers for great flavor. They're vegan, non-GMO project verified, kosher, and all natural. Find them online at lolasfinehotsauce.com. Use promo code ASK8BALL for 10% off your purchase. February of 2020 or whatever, we go to the local comedy club and I do open mic and my hands are going like this. Oh, yeah. And I get up there and I tell like two jokes and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm like hammered because I'm just nervous. <laughs> and I tell like two, three jokes, almost like a minute and a half. And I just, all right, that's all I got, guys. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I've done two shows and I just started writing about a couple weeks ago again. I took like three okay. months off from writing, but I've got two new jokes I think are, I am very excited. Can't do Thursday, but the Thursday after that, I'm, gonna, I'm very excited to try out. Oh, so. not, you can try them out right now. Do you want to try them out right now on right the podcast? Now? Yeah. You got a professional here. Yeah, yeah let's pizza do it. too. I can help. I can, yeah, yeah. I can help joke doctor. <laughs> um, so I, so I tell the one De- I told before. Deliver it like like we're the audience. Right, still. Right. Yeah. So, on um, America's weird. Like you celebrate weird holidays, you do weird things for on holidays. St. Patty's Day, you drink Irish beer and Irish whiskey. On Cinco de Mayo, you drink tequila. On 420, you smoke weed, right? Yeah. On 911, do you skydive? Too soon, man. Too soon. It's been 20 years. Too soon, man. <laughs> 20 years. Too soon. It's <laughs> not a bad joke. I remember uh, you told me that one. That's a, that's a good joke. We also got another one. I think strip clubs should have punch cards. Or like like they sell you a credit card. So you like, oh, 10% off any sex toys you buy. Or lingerie. Or butt plugs. <laughs> like, why butt plugs? You ever seen a stripper on stage with a butt plug? That's That deserves a reward. You have to be able to do that. That's really funny that you would get rewards towards like like really fun things. Like, it's always <laughs> yeah. like you had lunch there ten times, and <laughs> yeah. next next titty in your face is you free. Get, yeah, wait, you got the over the pants hand job seven times, two more, and you get a free one. Yeah, like, we're not gonna touch you. We're wearing a glove, but that's so funny. I'm working towards a flashlight. Like you're, <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get like yeah. rewards. Trying to get my bonus yeah. points up yeah. so I can buy a new. Right now, yeah. I'm only on the butt flashlight. Ten yeah. more points, I get the front. I've got so much duct tape on my girlfriend that's inflatable that. <laughs> I gotta get a new one soon. So, <laughs> Cody, you seem like a flashlight kind of guy. Uh, you ever, you ever thought? Of, should I get you one for Christmas as a gift? Yeah. Would that be weird if like your like best friend buys you a flashlight for Christmas or no, like a that's birthday? A, that's a good friend. Yeah. That. I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Would Would you just forever be thinking about him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like every time you're like, all right, got the mood going. Just yeah. I wonder what Eric's doing today. Just finish yeah. and then like, send, him a, send him a picture. Thanks, dude. Yeah. yeah. Feeling as you're, as you're washing the inside of it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it in That's, the dishwasher. See, the issue is it takes so much time afterwards to wash it out and clean it up. Like, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you just... You could just leave it crusty. I, I already have to clean my CPAP machine, and I, I don't want another. I don't want another device like that. You know that I gotta. I gotta rinse out and stuff. So. Uh, big thanks to Bebop's and Lola's, and, and also thanks tonic to Tonic Westland for letting us uh, take over their upstairs patio, home of the Cody King. Yeah, yeah. Come check him out uh, once Saturday a month nights. when he works. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't. Can I tell you a story about this balcony? A long time ago, I was here. Um, it was this was like years and years ago, and there was some opening act from Cleveland. I don't even remember his name. And uh, I remember Alicia was like, "Hey, we got this kid coming in, and Stroop's taking a chance on him." And he was just like, "Like, I'm actually a big fan of having dirty comics open for me, even though I'm a cleaner comic, because yeah. like I just like it to." Yeah. But this comic was just like, like the filthiest. Like, like people, people who were like cool were like, "Oh my, you know, oh like, my, like, this <laughs> is." This is way too much. Yeah. And uh, it's like way too much for a date night. Like obviously not a a professional comedian. Anyway, uh, after the show, he's like, man, how fucking shitty were those crowds? I was like, oh, uh, yeah, they're bad. And (laughs) they were great crowds. And um, (laughs) and, uh, he he was like, he's like, well, let's go over to Tonic and um, and hang out. And I was not single at the time. So like. Um, he finds like the skankiest girl in the world, and he's like talking. She's probably to her. here tonight. Well, welcome to Tonic. <laughs> welcome yeah, welcome to Tonic. To tonic. <laughs> and um, and this guy just goes to the. He like he's like oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I didn't realize he was like taking a shit, but like he's like in Tonic taking a shit. Oh. Which have you been to the bathroom here? Not a nope. great yeah. Sorry, love this bar. Love. Yeah. yeah. So not like, taking a shit here. Go next door to Betty's. Yeah. <laughs> like, I go across the street to the, where the Bonefish wants you to be. Yeah. I. I but so like I'm talking to this this skank. Like the really skanky girl for way pretty too name. long. Her name was Tracy. She's very pretty, but she was yeah, skank. She, just you know when you see a girl and you're just like she's filled with bacteria. You know, like <laughs> like, like this was pre-pandemic, and I wish I had a mask. She, you know? was, she, was, like, she, was, she was patient zero. Yeah, she was patient zero. Just like like uh, like real gross person and. This guy was like, like, uh, so we had gotten each other's numbers because he had driven me to the club, and so he's like texting me from the bathroom, and he's like, he's like, hey man, he's like, he's like, keep, you know, don't let her leave, you know, like I'll be right back. So I'm talking to her, and uh, I'm like hanging out on that railing, kind of like right there, like just kind of talking to her, normal stance, not in like I'm hitting on you stance, whatever. Yeah. This dude comes out the door, and he's like, and he comes up to me, he's like, are you hitting on my girl? And I was like, wait, what? I was like, you just texted me, like, make sure she stays here and whatever. And I was like, I'm not. I was like, was I hitting on you? She's like, no way. And then he, like, blows up at me. And it was, like, right there. He blows up at me. And he's like, fuck you. You're finding your own ride home. And then he left. And uh, this was back when the comics stayed at that Days Inn over by the Arby's. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was like, like a $40 Uber ride home. Or I don't even. Yeah, I think it was, like, a, I had to take an Uber. And it was, like. It was just so expensive, and I remember I just hated this guy for the rest of the week. And um, he's one of the only comics that I would go up on stage afterwards and just be like, "Hey guys, uh, please don't leave." He was really bad. Uh, Did, like, please stay. You said that to yeah, them. Yeah, like wow. I, that is so disrespectful to say about another comic. Yeah. But, like after he left me at the bar after I was trying to help him out with the skank. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Somebody told me later on that 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 he suffered from bipolar disorder, but like. So you, yeah. you, he opened for you a couple times after that night. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I, I really brought him on the road with me, but people, somebody who was like, "Oh yeah, he's bipolar. That's why he was acting like that." And I'm like, "That's not how bipolar disorder works. Like you don't change. Like the wind doesn't just shift and then you're like mean. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, like it's like usually a gradual shift over time. Yeah. I was like, I think he's That's just how alcohol works. Yeah, <laughs> it is how alcohol works. It is how drugs work. I think yeah. he went to the bathroom to do drugs and then he was like, oh, "I got to shit." He, he did the the cocaine. You I think probably watch, uh, did, yeah. You ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh, I love it. It's yeah. like the Larry David episode where he's, I mean, he's just an asshole in the show, but he just starts telling when he had Asperger's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Larry, you're an asshole. He's like, I got Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Pete, 
Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying it's the same concept. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So you've had, you've had kind of quite a career. You were uh, you were the first person to ever get a standing ovation on the Jimmy Fallon show. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Did you do the cocaine joke? The cocaine? No, I, did, I didn't do the cocaine joke. Um, that, I actually, I opened my special with the cocaine joke because... Uh, like you know, there's so many bits that you can't really do on Fallon because you got to be pretty be clean, PG you know. Yeah. Whatever you can't you can't go on Fallon and be like, I'm going to talk about cocaine, you know. Um, uh, the but the um, yeah the the standing ovation story. Um, I'll tell you the whole story. It's so uh, my career was kind of down in the dumps. Like nobody wanted to book me on TV stuff, and you know I was like just kind of out on the road, you know, making fifteen bucks, fifteen hundred a week, you know, like kind of like whatever the minimum headliner pay is i was like right right there uh spending more money on travel than i was you know uh on making like making it gigs a lot of times and I, like my career was just kind of down in the dumps and i was like okay uh, i need to do something so one of my friends told me to read the book the secret and so i watched the documentary on youtube okay. which, <laughs> no reason the book yeah anymore. which the documentary on Saves youtube so much time yeah, yeah it's it's so it's so shitty and put together so terribly that it looks like they edited it on like iMovie. Like I swear there's like star fade transitions, you know, like, like it's just so bad. This whole show's edited on iMovie, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. But it, like it was, so it was like, um, uh, like I was already watching something that was, was kind of sketchy, but I was like, all right, I believe in this. And they're like, you just have to believe you have to believe in the power of positive thought that you put things out into the universe and they come true. And I was like, I believe. And then in the middle of it, they're like, you need to pause this program and wish for something unreasonable because the universe has unlimited gifts for you. Like you be greedy is what they said. So I was like, all right, well, you know, um, I'm a big fan of Nate Bargatze and I know that yes, uh, fantastic. He's, he's phenomenal. And, uh, uh, I, um, uh, so I was like, I know that Jimmy Fallon came in and saw Nate Bargatze performing at the stand, changed his life. I had him on the Tonight Show. Now everything's happened for Nate. I was like, maybe that could happen for me. So I was like, uh, I know that Jimmy Fallon lives right by the stand in New York, so maybe he could come to the stand and he could see me and invite me on the Tonight Show. And I was like, I want to kill. And then just so I can be unreasonable, I want to get a standing ovation. So uh, so I, uh, I wished for that. And then it was crazy. Like three days later, I'm standing at the bar at the stand drinking whiskey and uh, the manager of the club walks by and then uh, my manager walks by and they all look at me like, you don't know who's behind me. And the next guy was like, hey, Pete, uh, it's Jimmy. I live right across the street. And uh, uh, Dave told me to <laughs> come see impression. you. It's um, a great impression. I love yeah. It. All you have to do to do a, an impression of Jimmy <laughs> Fallon is you just have to be slightly out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to, oh, hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's funny. And, um, uh, but yeah, so... Um, so then, boom! I get invited on the show. And, oh, there's oh, there's drunk people. Uh, they're drunk from all their Smoothie King. Some of those smoothies. But so Jimmy Fallon invited me on the show personally, which I'd been turned down to go on the show a million times. Uh, I'd sent in a million tapes. And by the way, the Booker now wasn't the person that turned me down. It was like they they went through like a series of Bookers before they got to the current one. So. I'm in no way shitting on the Booker now. He's amazing. He's not up there with Wisconsin Madison. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Oh, this this Booker is great. He's one of my great friends. I, I love him. The previous Bookers, you know, they can kiss my ass. But uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, they, all of them can kiss my ass. But um, uh, anyway, um, so I, I didn't get to go on the Tonight Show until Jimmy invited me personally. So then I remember I was so nervous. I'm riding up the elevators at 30 Rock. I was like, my heart's just pumping. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm gonna have a freak out on the Tonight Show. Like I'm, 
my anxiety was like boiling through the roof and then jimmy they had this thing called pub quiz where they had all these golden retrievers and uh they'd kind of like spilled out of their room and like each puppy through like sag after has to have like their own handler so imagine like 30 puppies with like 30 handlers trying to get them mm-hmm. like a disney movie and um and jimmy's kind of running after one and he picks one up like i see the doors open he picks one up he's like hey pete you want to hold a puppy and i was like <laughs> how can i be nervous if jimmy fallon just greeted me at the elevator <laughs> bank with a golden retriever puppy <laughs> i was like this is great and then he talked to me for like a good half an hour like he really makes you feel comfortable like cool dude super cool guy which, which is weird because you know like when you it's not weird that he was cool it's weird to do stand-up on a show like that because like on no other stand-up stage do you go up on stage and you're sharing a stage with other people like it's a weird energy thing when when you're like i command your energy yeah but there's people that are way more famous than you on stage there's the roots and there's jimmy fallon yeah, yeah. and they're just they're sitting there so the fact that he like he does he really does a good service to you because he comes up to you and he's like, all right, I'm your friend. So you're going to have one of your friends on stage with you. Like, it's not going to be like Jimmy Fallon. It's like, oh, I'm a cool guy and yeah. you can feel comfortable with me. And like, that's wild. So I remember that's, I, that's it was kind of cool. Actually. It was pretty cool. I remember the one, <clears throat> the, when I did Letterman, I went out on stage and uh, like I almost my opening line on Letterman was almost holy shit, that's David Letterman. (laughs) 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 I was so close to just being like, holy fuck, I'm one of you right now. (laughs) Like, I can't believe that I get to be up there. Hey, Paul Schaefer, holy shit. That's awesome. Like, I almost just broke, you know, but you got to do your your thing. But anyway, so I'm like waiting to go on and all of a sudden the nerves are coming back and, uh, and Jimmy's about to, he's about to introduce me and he's like, hold on. He's like, I just feel like the vibe's not right with the crowd. And he's like, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? He goes, I'm going to rewarm you guys up. And uh, and the warm-up guy, oh, good. Uh, is, is that a party bus that <laughs> yeah. just pulled up? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a wedding? <laughs> probably. It's probably a wedding party bus. I hear country music, so I assume so. Yeah. It's a um, great it's a great time. There's a good chance. Bring, bring your own beer. Bring your own beer. That's so funny. They were saying bring your own beer. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a wedding bus. Hey, only in Des Moines, Iowa do you hear that. Dude, the weirdest part, by the way, I'm interjecting to my own story, but... The weirdest part is that uh, a lot of people do weddings over at that Hilton Garden in here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so whenever I work out here on Saturdays, after this, I'm going to go do a workout. They, like, come and they stage the wedding party in the workout thing. So I'll be, like, doing a hit workout and doing, like, burpees and shit. <laughs> and then there's, like, bridesmaids <laughs> and groomsmen that are hammered. And they're like, hey, buddy, one, two. They're, like, counting for me. <laughs> and it's like, like, shuck, I lost count. What was that now? Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, this is weird. Um, but So I bet, they're, uh, I bet they were just coming from there. So I, I think I missed my yeah, wedding she, today. You yeah. timed it perfectly then. Yeah. Well, um, they, they they knew you were gonna be somewhere. There's like wherever Pete's at, we're going there. We're gonna go we there. We are going where Pete is. We will interrupt him <laughs> today. So anyway, back to the Jimmy Fallon story. So uh, he was like, "Hey, yeah, this crowd's not uh, this crowd. The energy's kind of dying." So he's like, "I'm gonna go warm you back up. I'm gonna go do stand up." And I'm backstage, like I'm like, I, I turn to the guy that there's a guy who it's his job to just open up a curtain like like four times a show it's a union job there's like like tasks in the union are very specific so there's a guy in the universe that like he like could you imagine telling somebody in ethiopia that there's a job that pays really well where there's a guy that opens up a curtain <laughs> how do you how do you apply for that job what, what was your skill set open 
clothes. Hey. Over in clothes. <laughs> this guy's awesome too. He's got a sick ponytail. Like he, <laughs> he's got he's got a, such a rad ponytail. Um, he just he just looks like like have you ever just seen a guy that's like so masculine that you're like oh yeah he gets it in you know like <laughs> like that guy walks into a bar and every woman is he's just very like, polite but he smashes yeah oh yeah he opens up a lot of curtains <laughs> and uh, like, like <laughs> <Lorenzo>. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up a lot of curtains Lorenzo Lamas <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's my friend is he actually really yeah, he came to one of my shows in Irvine and uh, uh, he come, he came up to me and he's like he's like hey Lorenzo how you doing I'm just talking to him. And like I'm a straight guy, and we're just talking at the merch table, and he's got this beautiful, uh, I think, fiance. And um, anyway, the more and more I talk to him, I go, "Hey, I don't know if you uh, mind me saying this." I was like, "You are super handsome, man! <laughs> like, like it's yeah. it's like ridiculous." I was I like, "I was like, watch him in Renegade." I remember yeah. he played so uh, Hercules. Yeah. yeah. I, I go, I go. You're like, I go. It's it's hilarious how ridiculous or how handsome you are. And his girlfriend goes, "Well, you don't know what Lorenzo he is." And I go, I just looked at him. I was like, "Holy fuck, you're Lorenzo Lamas!" And uh, <laughs> we we instant message each other on Instagram. Like we, I can show you messages that uh, Lorenzo. Hey, uh, I when I was growing up, I used to watch this show all the time. I, I, thought, remember, I was like, that's, I'd watch that in the Highlander because they'll be on back to back on USA Network. I was uh, like, these guys are so badass. Oh, it used to be. Uh, Hercules and then Xena Warrior Princess and yeah. she I had the biggest crush on her. Yeah, Lorenzo Lamas. We we like awesome. he's my friend and uh yeah, this is this is what he looks like now. Um so uh he was wearing a shirt that said Renegade. So he's so he, old but he's still really good yeah, looking. He kinda looks like the ultimate warrior. Yeah, he's like a silver yeah. fox and he's got he has got a smoking a hot like a gal. And, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, he uh like super cool guy, big fan of comedy. Uh love that guy. Uh that's really awesome. Great. That is awesome. Um, uh, you ever meet those people and you're like, I'm jealous of their life. Like, yeah, he gets to walk not around. Not you, not you, Lorenzo. <laughs> yeah, he gets to walk around all day being Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, yeah. what a cool name that is too, Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> I I told him a story because uh, now I'm I'm telling a story in the middle of a story. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so in Spanish class, uh, I had like one of those big Spanish classes at the University of Minnesota. You know, where it's like 500 people or mm-hmm. not 500 people, probably like 200 people. And so we had this sign-in sheet. And uh, you'd have, so I'd always write like Pete Lee, and then just below mine, I would write Lorenzo Lamas. And so our teacher, um, <laughs> she would be like, uh, like it was a couple days in, she's like, I am concerned because I had this teacher named Emilce Lopez. And she was like, <laughs> I am concerned because um, it shows that Lorenzo Lamas uh, has been here for a lot of classes, but he did not take the quiz or the test. <laughs> Does anyone know where Lorenzo Lamas is? <laughs> <laughs> and all of us are just like cracking up because they know that I do this. And uh, and then like I signed him in that he was there. And she's like, Lorenzo Lamas, <clears throat> if you're here, I need you to take the test. <laughs> and uh, and so I told him that story. It was kind of funny to get to tell Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> That's funny that you did that and you actually met the actual. I'm sure he found it hilarious too. Oh, he, I think he liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think wait, it, wait. You, so you actually dropped his GPA in college? <laughs> yeah, I really did. I really. Did. He could have graduated from the University of Minnesota. He, um, well, he would have graduated from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's good enough to get in there. He's <laughs> yeah. Lorenzo. He could have just been like application. I'm Lorenzo Lamas. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, oh, so Jimmy Fallon story. So there's a guy that opens up the curtain, and uh, Jimmy's doing stand-up. And, uh, and I say to the guy that opens up the curtain, I was like, what is happening right now? And he goes, I don't know. He's never done this. He's never just, like, decided to warm up the crowd mid-thing. Then at the end of the thing, he gives this speech to the crowd. 
uh, about how like like he he normally doesn't go to comedy clubs to scout talent, but he's like taking a personal interest in in getting better and more stand up comedians on the show and. Uh, and like he found me and he really likes my comedy and he sees a future in me. And he's like, I consider him a friend. So will you guys treat him like he's my friend? I'm like backstage, like ah, I'm getting a little choked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. pressure's on. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the, the, um, the hot girl, uh, I don't want to cry mascara wipe. You yeah, know, like yeah. ah, that, like I was kind of doing that. And, um, so then he brings me out and the crowd's just all hyped up. They're like, the, his crowd is like Muppets. They're like, you're Jimmy's friend. You're our friend. <laughs> and so like my first joke killed and I don't even, I don't even know if my first joke was that good and it already killed. So I was like, this is going to be a good set. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, wow, man, they haven't even seen the closer. Like, this is really going to drive it home. And then I remember like they, I, I was like, thank you, I'm Pete Lee. And the crowd stood up. I was like, holy shit, I'm getting, a t- I'm getting a standing ovation. But I thought that a standing ovation was just something that they did, you know, like, yeah. like, like there was a sign above me that said like stand up or like applause. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so I was like, I was like, wow, all right. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, Jimmy comes up to me like, and he was like, dude, you're getting a, t- you're going to stand o- standing out right now on the tonight show. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, no, he's like. He's like, you're numb right now. He's like, you're you're not even realizing what a big deal. He's like, this is the first one that's happened. I was like, holy shit, and um, uh, and then like it started to hit me like that it was a big moment. And I was like, ah, and I'm mic'd up. He's mic'd up, and he keeps saying like, you're gonna standing ovation. I was like, I'm gonna cry, Jimmy. I was like, I'm gonna cry, <laughs> I'm gonna cry Jimmy. And he's he's like, I don't care, cry, man, cry. And the audience is like, cry. And uh, <laughs> and uh, like I kind of started tearing up, and I was like, oh no, this is the freak out I was worried about. Yeah. And then um, and then he you know he threw it to commercial ran up the steps and um and i and then next thing i knew i was out in the hallway and uh supermodel giselle bunchen tom brady's wife tom brady's wife um she's running towards me because she went up and watched the set with my friends in the balcony and she like ran down the steps and she's running towards me and i was like i guess i run towards her <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i kind of looked behind me like is there anybody else she's running towards and then i <laughs> ran chasing me or? then i ran towards her we grabbed hands like a couple of sorority girls and we started jumping up and down and she's like yay and i was like yay and i was like what moment is this and she's like, you did it. That was great. She's like, that was so funny. And I was like, you were funny. Like, we're colleagues. <laughs> and uh, you get it. And um, and then we sat there and we or we stood there and we talked for like three minutes just about like, you know, our success that night and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and then Jimmy came into the green room and then uh, the Roots came into the green room. Like, not all of them because it's a small green room and there's a lot of Roots. And <laughs> um, uh, but Questlove was like, man, I really loved your set. And then right after that, this page from NBC came in with a book. She, and she goes, you got to th- sign this guest book. Like, you know, just write something to Jimmy. And then Questlove's drumsticks were in there. So I was like, wow, Questlove liked me so much that he gave me his drumsticks. I was like, holy shit. So I took the drumsticks. I put them in my gift bag. I was like, what a fucking day. A couple weeks later, I get a message from Mike Vecchione, who's doing The Tonight Show. And he's like, hey, man, uh, do we sign the guest books and the drumsticks? Or like, what do we do? And I was like, uh, Questlove gave you his drumsticks. He gave me the drumsticks. I, I like put them in one of those frames from Marshall's with my cue card and the drumsticks. And I'm like, stand, I'm like sitting there looking at my thing that I've already hung on the wall with the drumsticks. And he's like, no, man, I think you're supposed to sign them. I get a message from the book of the tonight show. You fucking took the drumsticks. Questlove's had drumsticks signed by everybody on the show and like except for you and (laughs) but they're like each show so like they were supposed to go to me uh, then Paul Giamatti then Giselle Bunchen so all three of us were supposed to sign the drumsticks 
And I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to have to break this glass. And he's like, no, never mind. He's like, we're going to get drumsticks. We're going to like pound on them to make them look like they're used. And then we're going to send them to Paul Giamatti and Giselle via FedEx. And then they're going to get FedEx to you. You're going to sign them. And then they're going to go back to Questlove and you won't know any different. I was like, all right, I feel really weird lying to Questlove <laughs> like this. So, um, so I get the f- uh, drumsticks, we FedEx them. They, uh, you know, Questlove doesn't know any different. So I'm at this party that Dave Chappelle uh, throws called the Comedians Ball in New York City. Yeah. And I'm so high. I'm like super high. And um, next thing I know, Questlove is next to me. And um, his real name's Amir. And he insisted. He, and so I was like, hey, Amir. And um, I was like, do you want any of this joint? And he's like, no, I'm, he's like, I'm good right now. And I was like, I stole your drumsticks. <laughs> 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 and he's like, what? And then I told him the whole story about how I stole the drumsticks and I have a picture in my phone of the, the drumsticks that are on my wall. And he's like, oh, man, he's like, I would have been cool with that. He's like, I'm glad that you have the drumsticks. And I was like, oh, I was so worried. But I was like, so I was like, you know, I can't lie to you, Amir. <laughs> it's like I teabagged your drum set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I stole your drumsticks. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. OP, I've got one final question for you. I want to say thank you very much for being on our podcast. Yeah, very much appreciate Thank you so you much. Oh, this is fantastic. great. I will be at your show tonight. So if you need somebody oh, to open yeah. for you, I don't have time. Right <laughs> <laughs> he can be the asshole from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. will certainly leave you at time. But next time you're in town, I will. I would love to do that. That'd be fantastic. Hell yeah! I'm not prepared Let's do it tonight, but yeah, I'd love to. Let's do but, it. Uh, Get ready. Train for it. I, Train well, for next time in Des Moines. That's the next. That's the next step. Is I gotta get a good. I need a good. Eight minutes that I can break down to a good five minutes. You know what I mean? That you gotta but boil it down. Yeah, yeah, you gotta boil it down. Um, my final question for you, though: um, top five best comedians, top five favorite comedians of all time. Um, I love Dave Chappelle. I think he's my top one. Um, I know that there's a lot of people mad at him right now, um, but um, I haven't even watched it, and I am so excited to watch it. I'm watching it tomorrow, but yeah, I haven't watched his latest mm-hmm. special either. But um, I, I just, I, I, I just want to say. Um, you know, there's like a lot of people have gone, hey, there's a lot of uh, every I've heard people say this. Uh, everyone in the trans community hates Dave Chappelle. Well, um, I don't know how many people have friends in that community, but I have friends in that community. Mm-hmm. And um, I know several people who love Dave Chappelle that are in that community. Yeah. So I think it's kind of unfair to generalize in that way. If we're talking about not right. generalizing. Um, I think there are, there's just so many people in that community that are really cool. And uh, and like it's it's a percentage of that community that feels offended. Not all of them. So I want I want to like stick up for Dave and that community at the same time if I can. Um, but uh, um, uh, so I love Dave Chappelle. Um, uh, I love Gary Shandling, even though you know he's he's gone. But uh, I loved his comedy. Yeah. Uh, was lo- it the Larry Sanders show? Is that what he? Was? Larry Sanders show. Yeah. Lo- loved it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Bob Newhart. I uh, like kind of studied him to figure out how I could, you know, I be funny as myself. I can see the comparison there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. A little bit of Bob Newhart. I remember the Bob Newhart show going up. I can see the mm. comparison there. Okay. Um, love Eddie Murphy. Don't know how he's going to make his comeback. A lot of pressure. He got paid a lot of money from Netflix, and now after a pandemic, he's got to come back and do this. Like, if I was Eddie Murphy, here's what I'd do. I would write material, and I'd have other people <laughs> go out and workshop it. 
because you know the second he steps on stage if he's if he's dog shit at comedy the whole media and social mm. media is gonna be talking about it yeah. Uh, yeah so like eddie murphy's gotta he's gotta step up so i would have him like i would have i would write stuff because he's one of the funniest people alive i would write stuff and then have people like me go out i'll i'll do your material for you for a couple months eddie murphy do you write your own material i do i write all my own material okay. every once in a while i get a, a tag or a line from a friend but um yeah i write i write my own material i also i'll help friends out with their stuff too you know like if, if i have a friend that's doing a special and they're like i really want to do this bit but i haven't finished it uh you know i i um trying to think of who else um who else are my top ones um I uh, one of my best friends is Nikki Glazer. I think she's in my top. Just, we just saw we her just saw there. Her here last yeah. Week. yeah, she was here last Thursday. I yeah. love her. I think um, I love her too. I, th- I think she gets a lot of credit because <laughs> 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 she's uh, she's good looking. Yeah, <laughs> she's funny, but she's very yeah. good looking too. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a good looking. She's she's a looker that gal. I love um, her uh, like insult or like roast stuff. That's she's that's, been great on the roast. Yeah, those are my favorite favorite Nikki Glazer stuff. But yeah, she's. I, I, it's weird, you know, like, I don't want to call her underrated because I think a lot of people, uh, like, really know how great and funny she is. But, like, I've worked with her a lot and worked with her a lot in person. And, like, she's a powerhouse of comedy. And she, like, it, like if, if you do a podcast with her or, like, back when I do her radio show, I was like, how are you this funny this fast? So, like, I, I would definitely put her in my top I was, people, so I was, though she's one of my best friends. Knew she was coming. My, my uh... My buddy had tried to he go, just DM her, just DM her. So I sent her just all kinds of DMs. Like, yeah. hey, be on our podcast. <laughs> so oh, did she, she heart shape him? She heart. Oh, that's good. I said, can't wait to see your show. There's a chart of that one. Fantastic show. <laughs> she heard that one. Other mm-hmm. than that, yeah. She didn't really respond. But. Yeah, she, well, she put you on her security team's name. <laughs> yeah, so. she was staring at me. So we, we made eye contact two or three times. You made eye contact. Yeah, totally. When the light's low in the crowd, she mm-hmm. looked to the left side of the room and said, yeah, <laughs> that guy. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, she's great. So, she, yeah, if you talk to her, tell her to come on the podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll tell her to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, fly back to Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, Chappelle. Uh, what did I say? Jerry Shandling. Jerry, Jerry Shandling, Bob, Bob Newhart. Newhart. Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer, and then I need one more. Oh, you said uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie yeah. Okay. okay. Eddie Murphy. Marshall, what's your top five? Uh, so, yeah, I love Dave Chappelle. Okay. also love Eddie Murphy. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Jezelnik fan. Oh, I love yeah, him. Love yeah. Jezelnik. Really nice guy, too. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, really nice guy. Uh, I would, yeah. I don't know if people still know him as much as they should, but Dave Attell. Oh, Dave Attell's, uh, yeah. I can't believe I didn't say him is one of my top people. He's, I, used, I used to watch uh, Up All Night or wherever it was on Comedy Central. Yeah, and Insomnia. So, Insomnia. Insomnia, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. We've yeah. been trying to go to their bumping mics for like three years now. Yeah, yeah it keeps getting postponed. And uh, One more. Uh, See, I was a big, uh, I was a big Bernie Mac fan. Okay. So probably, I'd probably put Bernie Mac up there. Okay. God, it's it, kind of it's kind of a random hodgepodge of comedians there, but yeah, Bernie Mac's. But uh, I loved him in the Kings of Comedy so much. Oh his his, his whole 20, 30 minutes he did in Kings of Comedy was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Have you ever seen his Def Jam where, because it was like so scary to go on Def Jam, and then he went out in his opening line, and he goes, he goes, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. I've not seen that. But yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And then the whole time he tagged it with his, he would just have a joke that crushed, and he'd go, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> it was so great. That's awesome. It was Cody. so I would say uh, my, my favorite comedian of all time, Chris Titus. Okay. Oh, uh, he's phenomenal. Love yeah. him. Uh, well, I actually went to his last show. It was here at the Funny Bone. Um, 
I love Brian Regan. Like his new stuff isn't my favorite. His old stuff was so funny. I've All seen right. a couple couple new things he's done. I'm like, it's funny, but it's not great. It's not. Well, honestly, it's not great. It's not as good as the other stuff. I thought like his. Yeah, like his bit about log trucks is what, like I I think about that on probably like a daily or weekly basis. Like yeah. how like like he he's got this whole bit about how like he sees two log trucks on the highway that are passing each other, and he's like, they could have saved a hell of a lot of trouble, like if they <laughs> yeah. were just like. Oh, you got logs over there? <laughs> I don't need to have logs uh, his, sent to me. His <laughs> bit about stupid in school mm-hmm. and uh, the UPS person who's trying to mail a box. Yeah. Those those two bits are my favorite bits of his, and they're absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah. Dave, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. for sure. Love Dave Chappelle. Um, man, I, I, I've i heard the Robin Williams stole stuff, but I don't know for sure. But I got to say Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. And my fifth one gotta be Jeselnik. I love I love that the roast the insult kind of I gotta make one correction Bernie Mac had to be six I left Bill Burr out oh Bill Burr is amazing I love Bill Burr yeah I Bill mean, but, but I meant, what I meant to say was Pete Lee number one yeah. Pete Lee number two <laughs> <laughs> the guy All from Cleveland Lee. number three yeah. yeah love that guy love how he ditched Pete Lee um, yeah Jeselnik is phenomenal um, definitely agree about Bill Burr um, he's he's really great and um yeah, uh, Dave Attell, I think I think Dave Attell, he might be the greatest working comic, like of all time. Yeah, like he's so I, I, can't, so I can't believe I left him off. You know, have you ever heard about like party schools? Like, like here's the list of party schools: asterisk Arizona State always wins, so they're not even on the list. Like, I think I think Dave Attell is that on he's the, the list of comedy. List, he's yeah. the asterisk because he, he's just so great. Like his stand-up special where he did the one about uh, he there's a <clears throat> what was it. Uh, the guy with one tooth biting an apple. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The homeless guy one tooth. Like the whole comedy special was fucking. Hilarious. Well, the roast. What, what was the the roast? It was a roast battle. It was uh, bumping mics. Bumping mics with him and with Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Ross, Ross is known as the guy, type, and David Tell. David Tell's funny. Made that whole Ross. that whole series. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, funny. Was. yeah he uh, that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> I I do this thing with David Tell, and I don't know how I got lucky enough to be this, but um, uh. Like so, Dave when he's on stage at the Comedy Cellar, um, like he likes it when somebody just interacts with him yeah. off stage and asks like like you he'll just kind of ask you questions and you give more of a straight response and then he's gonna come up with nine jokes after that okay. and uh, every once in a while you get to get a, a zinger in or whatever and um, uh, I don't know what it, I was coming back from the bathroom one night and um, and Dave just like was like oh Pete you know like you were just on stage and i was like yeah i was and i just had to pee and then some i was a little drunk and i just started roasting dave because um <laughs> like, like this, uh, this is gonna end well i can already tell i just started roasting dave and i was like i was like i was like you're like, you dress like a baseball umpire who's also a grave digger <laughs> and, uh, and, like, i just kept going with like roast jokes of him and like um, I can't even believe that I was that disrespectful. I mean, he wanted, he was like, roast me. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then the crowd was really loving it. And um, a guy who's now my agent at CAA, was, he's also Dave's agent. And he saw me and he's like, dude, he's like, I was like, we got to sign this guy. He was so funny because like, he was just coming back from the bathroom drunk. He's like, if you were that funny off the cuff drunk, he's like, we got to sign you. Yeah. And so David Tell was part of the way that I got signed by CAA. But, uh, nice. But, like, That's awesome. Yeah. So do you don't do a lot of... A, like, a lot of crowd interaction kind of thing. Oh, I do. I do a lot of it, um, especially now because I, I I dumped all that material into my special, and then mm. it's like I have a new hour, but I don't want to put it out on Instagram. 
Okay. So I'm like saving this material because I want to do it in a special. So every week I always, um, I record from the back of the room and I do a lot of crowd interaction. Cause like, I'm not afraid to put that stuff on Instagram right. okay. because I'm not burning anything by putting it out there. And, um, one of my favorite things to do is to improvise with the crowd. Like I, I'm a trained improviser. I studied at the UCB for all their courses on improv and sketch. Okay. And, uh, I loved, I love to riff with the crowd and, um, lately that's been like all my Instagram content is just me interacting mm. with the crowd. Something weird happens and then I throw it up there. I'm hoping some weird shit happens tonight. Well, don't burn moment. me too much tonight. No, Cody oh, will no. be there. I'll be there. Oh, I won't burn you. I, like, I'm always nice to people. It's just if something weird happens. Like I was at the Irvine Improv and this lady was getting kicked out. And I don't even know what the context was, but all of a sudden she starts yelling at me, uh, small dicks can't buy you nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? And so I asked her again, just to clarify what she was saying. And like, she's like, small dicks can't buy you nothing. And I wound up doing about five minutes just on the phrase, small dicks can't buy you nothing. Like I broke (laughs) it down. I was like, well, you'd think that small dicks would buy you everything (laughs) because big dicks wouldn't buy you shit. Because they're like, I got a big dick and I'm already giving it to you. That's gift alone. That's fair. But, um, but That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm anyway. looking forward. I'm looking forward to the show tonight. So. I'm looking forward to it too. All right, I gotta get back and I gotta hit. I gotta hit this elliptical machine. You gotta. You gotta. Well, yeah. Yeah. You well, gotta go masturbate too, since your girlfriend's not in town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I can't. Breaking I, the streak. I I can't break the streak. I I'm I'm on a really good streak. She's gonna end up on the ceiling when you can you see her again, dude. I I see her tomorrow morning. I I get into Phoenix at seven, and um she's got a condo in Scottsdale, so we're gonna stay there for the day, and then we're driving with the dog back up to L.A. And um so she was like, you can hold out. I'm like, I can hold out for two days. But so it might be a real pent up show at the Funny Bone tonight. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, last thing, gotta ask the eight ball question. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, oh, I got, it's gotta be a good question. <laughs> it's pressure's on. It, it could be mediocre. Okay. Um. All what? right. Magic eight ball. Uh, will I get a Netflix special? Ask again later. <laughs> so well, this means you gotta come back on, on I again. Come back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll ask you again later. All right, Pete. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thank uh, you, Tonic. It's been a great time. Lolo, Tonic, Bebops. Check out the new menu item coming from Bebop soon. Yep, and uh, appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you next time.